Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Lady of Our Ladies of Sorrow, and it was written by Kevin Ross. Our game master is Alex Sun, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Holly Buto as her character, June Hebert. I Ibert. I bear. <laughs> A bear. A bear. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thank you. Notes from what June is hoping may eventually turn into a podcast episode. The year is 2009, and it's a warm summer in Boston. Five friends, June, Rooster, Brenda, Milton, and Andy, meet up for the first time in a while to celebrate a homecoming. Amidst the discussion of catching up on everyone's lives, tragedy strikes. They all watch as an older man is hit by a vehicle. Did he stumble into traffic or was he pushed by an old woman dressed in black that he seemed to be arguing with? Milton attempts to follow the old woman fleeing the scene. She is surprisingly spry despite appearances. The trail goes cold at an apartment building colloquially known as the Three Sisters Building. Coincidentally, the same apartment that Andy recently signed a lease with. That night, each of the friends experiences strange phenomenon, night terrors, visits from ghosts, strange dreams, a black dress hanging in a closet. Everything seems to point back to Frank Ryder, the man who was struck and killed, the woman in black, and the three sisters. At this point, curiosity wins out and the group decides to investigate the history of the building and look further into who Frank Ryder really was. June and Andy head to the library to look into the three sisters Dating back to 1892, the building has a long history of tragedy and unexplained deaths. Strangely, despite a fire occurring almost 100 years previously, the building has still kept the top two floors closed off. A photograph from the building's opening in 1892 shows a woman in black who looks very familiar. The entire building gives off a very creepy vibe from its odd tenants to its strange history. In the evening, the intrepid investigator decided to go look into Frank's apartment, aided by his friend and neighbor, Kurt. Ryder was a hoarder, as well as a fan of the supernatural, collecting many books on the occult and paranormality. A hidden journal reveals that Frank was plagued by dreams of a night hag for some time before his death, and Kurt mentioned similar ongoing nightmares as well. Is this the woman in black? Further diary entries detail that Frank wasn't quite as good of a friend to Kurt as he should have been alluding to an affair with Kurt's girlfriend. And here June's notes trail off mentioning further points of investigation, such as the upper floors of the building and various names of tenants. Thank you, Holly. So we're going to continue right where we left off. It's Tuesday night, June 16th, around 10 p.m. What is everyone up to? All of you are still at the Three Sisters. Well, um, I think the whole butterfly thing is kind of bizarre. Where is she? Uh, where is she? I, 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 maybe where she's getting them. It's just kind of creepy. Yeah, Sarah, it's, it's just like, decorative, right? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's that I mean, big of a deal. Do you think it's maybe some kind of specialty shop around here? Yeah, she, supplier? Yeah, just maybe something, just Google, see if anybody may sell big bugs in a picture frame. 
or is yeah, it a hobby? Well, yeah, it could be a hobby. I mean, she she could be getting them, but she gave them both the same thing. That's I that think, takes honestly, some planning. What about the top two floors, though? You all aren't very curious about what's going on with those, and it's nighttime. It's not like you know there's going to be a lot of people working around. Oh, I'm pretty sure what's going on with those is a shitload of black mold up there making you all see these weird visions of night hags. Like, I want to get some PPE before we go up there. A hundred years with boarded windows? All right, Brenda, all right. Uh, My my kids, I don't want my kids to be exposed to that, and they're so young. I picked this apartment. You have to be exposed to black mold for quite some time before it becomes really dangerous. Uh, We're talking about just breaking in up there. I mean... We've already broken into uh, I mean, Mr. Right What's-his-name's room. And, oh. and there are some tenants that live on the second from the top floor, so we have, like, an excuse if someone wants to know what we're doing. Well, yeah, the Rooster already, well, yeah, Rooster already scared off that photographer dickhead, so, I mean, <laughs> at least it doesn't seem likely he would try and bother us again if he thinks we're still on official business. And what about Mary? Isn't she mm-hmm. someone the to old look woman? Yeah. It might be too late. She might be asleep. 10 o'clock at night, she's probably asleep. Yeah. Hopefully she's a heavy sleeper. Well, but, we're not going to walk up there and do clog dancing or anything like that. <laughs> we're just going to... It seems like no one in this building can mind their own business. You know? Like, Frank's diary mentions Mary's nosiness. Like, I... This is, is that always true when you're living in a small building like this? You can tend to know everybody. I mean, we're moving into an age where nobody wants to talk to their neighbors, but you know, these are all older people. I, I don't know. I kind of want to sneak on up there. I could take my shoes off so that, you know, we don't make any noise at all. Uh, to be honest, I, I'd rather stay because I am a tenant here. I don't want to... Uh, yeah. So, if anything, I might just stay up, do a little research uh, more on, on the hag and whatnot. And uh, if it needs an exorcism, I'll, I can concentrate on doing that. Sure. Well, Andy, on that note, would you want to maybe run interference for us? If you hear uh, the, oh, your, your maintenance guy, if you hear him going up the stairs or something, send us a text so we may yeah. be wise. Yeah, I'll send you a text. What's his name again? I have him in my... If, if Keeper can remind me, but yeah, I'll... Uh, I, I will uh, Todd text Beach. you. Todd Beach, thank you. Yeah. Can I do a Google search on the uh, name of this town plus the name of the moth? Okay, so Boston and then Death's Head Moss? Yeah. Okay, are you looking specifically for the prop itself or if there are any moths yeah if if i can go into any more specificity on what the prop was i will do that very well now as you google search this you can find that there are indeed the the same exact moth available at a uh, occult store called the silver cauldron silver cauldron hey everyone take a look at this uh silver cauldron this is where she's getting it Ah, have, has it been there all this time, or just like a new shop that propped up? It's uh, it's a shop that's been there for a couple of years. 
but she's a goth girl, so she's all into the, you know, she's going to have creepy things. Skulls and black candles. And Is there a chance it's still open <laughs> at this late hour? No. No. Well, when when is the Silver Cauldron open then? Tomorrow, 9 o'clock, probably. Nine or 10, yeah, it'll right? be open tomorrow starting at 11. 11? Yeah. yeah. I would like to go if anyone else is interested tomorrow. Um, though, of course, we can save that for then. Um, anybody want to go on up there with me? Yeah, Let's go. I'm, I'm going to go up there. Yeah, uh, just, just be safe up there. Um, I'll make sure my kids are in bed and I'll let you know if something comes up. We'll, we'll bring some samples of black mold back for you, Brenda. <laughs> Please oh, no, not. I'm going up there too. One uh, of y'all just falls through a piece of wood and cuts your leg or something like, you're going to need me there. Just, you need, just cover your you face. you need masks or something? Like I might find something in my apartment that could- Masks? She just masks? lifts her shirt and just, uh, yeah, this will just about do it since we don't want to get damn PBE. Oh, you think like a cloth just to wrap around your- Yeah, outfit. just a hanky. Yeah, yeah. would make us look like professionals, though. <laughs> to... Or at least Mark. banditos. <laughs> well, if anything, at least just to protect yourselves. But yeah, just good luck, guys. Be safe up there. All right, should okay. we take off our shoes so that we don't make noise? So you're currently on the second floor in front of Andy's apartment, apartment number five. And you're going to take off your shoes when you get up to the fourth floor? No, I'll take them off here. Okay, so you all take off your shoes. And who exactly is going on? Is Andy staying? Yeah, Andy is staying. Yeah. And I hope right, your so... shoes don't stink up my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Milton, are you coming with? We could use your yeah, skill Yeah, I'll come set. with. Milton's shoes do stink up your apartment. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, at least I can explain to my wife what where the weird smell is coming from. My, my fiance. Lovely. All right. So you're going to head upstairs. And there, as you walk into the hallway after exiting the apartment, you're starting to hear a faint music. Sounds and like it's an coming old, from upstairs. Sounds like an old Victrola recording or... Maybe so, it's a Mary, the old woman. The old woman, yeah. Kind of rude music to be continues music to play. It... Sounds old for even her time, though. Well, you know. Could just right. as easily be our goth girl. Making your way to the third floor, you're still hearing it from above. Somebody's playing it loud up upstairs. Wait, wait, we're still hearing it from above on above. the fourth floor? Uh, when you're on the third floor. Oh. And when you get up to the fourth floor, it's above still. The haunting melody continues. Well, I don't think these places are not inhabited. And when you actually do get up to the fourth floor, the stairs, there's been a plaster wall and door installed, blocking the way up to the fifth floor. A door, though, you say? Yes, there is a padlock on this Okay, door. now I'm thinking there's some ghost or something living up there, because this is creepy as hell. 
Milton uh, walks up to it to pick it, the lock. Very well. You we didn't come me... up this way for nothing. Give me a lock pick. Right, let's take 46 under um, under 70. So normal. Okay, you make quick candy work of the lock as it pops off. I swear to God, continues. there's a skeleton in a chair. It is pitch dark as you open the door. I don't have a flashlight. Does anybody else have any way to light this? Brother, we have smartphones. <laughs> okay. Uh, Milton might not. I, I show Do you have phone. a flip motor ra- yeah, motor razor yeah. something? Yes. I got you, Milton. It's good. All right. All right. You turn on your flashlights. They illuminate the darkened stairs. Do you ascend? <laughs> okay. As you take your, as you take your time sneaking up to the fifth floor. The waltz music continues, and you know that for sure it is on this floor. Is there are there cobwebs or anything? Is it filthy? Yeah, there's a bit of cobwebs up here. There's also parts of the floor that look scorched. You get this overwhelming smell of smoke that never really leaves you up here. Hey, someone illuminate the way to the the source of this music. You swing your smartphone flashlight across the walls of this this apartment building uh, on, on this abandoned fifth floor. They swing your shadows. They seem to flicker and move. And when you aim it down the hallway, yes, right down the hallway, apartment, the apartment at the end of the hallway is the one that is, that has this music. And that would be apartment 18. 18. Uh, um, looking at the floor, right? If if it's a little dusty in here, is there any sign that anybody's been going back and forth to that apartment? You can give me a spot hidden roll. Let's see what that is. Oh, 63 out of 75, yes. Okay, so you see some faint footprints. One could determine that they might result from work boots. You don't see any other Mm. shoes and no heels, no other footwear. And you do notice that the floor is a bit unstable here, most likely weakened by the fire. if the janitor's got some naughty business going on up here. The music S- continues. Yeah. Swinging the flashlight down the hallway. Um, hey, Junie, do, in all of your scary literature, do you remember anybody dying in room 18? 18 and 19. 18 is where the fire started, and 19, and the people in 18 died, and the people in 19 died. Yeah, that was the lady that... Uh, the, cigarette smoking at night and that's yeah, what yeah, started yeah. the fire okay cool right. great I, i'm glad this isn't like a ghost or some shit great maybe maybe they never died looking around is uh can brenda see any evidence of mold or like water damage or is everything fire damage up here it's mostly fire damage you actually don't mm. see any signs of mold 
Hmm. Well, at least Andy doesn't have to worry about the mold. Should we try the door? Gently, quietly? See if sure, you knock. try the door. Why not knock, right? No, don't knock yet. Okay. I want to see if the muffled door. sound of this waltz is just emanating from within the room. So I'm going to go up to the door and I'm going to very quietly and gently see if I can turn the knob. Oh, it's unlocked. It's unlocked? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I turn the knob. Right? It okay. creaks. Well, I try to go really slow so it doesn't make much creak. It still creaks. That just makes the creaking longer. <laughs> um, what's it look like inside? Well, there's... Looks like it hasn't really been maintained. There's still some burned furniture. There's some melted silverware scattered across the floor. You can see a pair of eyeglasses that have been cracked by heat. There is a one-eyed doll sitting on the windowsill, staring right at the door. As you enter. Moved. Say that again. Do you enter? Yes, yes. Very quietly. Making your way inside. All of you enter? Okay. Yes. It's at this point that your flashlights abruptly turn off as well as this music. This music stops and there is a giggle (laughs) very close to you. And at this point, I'd like to go into initiative order. So June, it's your turn. Oh boy. Um, If it's a giggle, I'm probably just uh, kind of spinning around, like looking and trying to get my phone's flashlight back on again. All right. So you, you struggle with your your phone, the giggle is very close. It's like it's right next to you. And you're yeah. trying to get the light back on, but some somehow it's not, it's not working. Milton, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to flee. Okay. Give me a luck roll. As it is pitch dark. Uh, that's a 20, and it's 20 under 30. I only have 30 luck. Somehow made that. Very well. All right, so the as you take off in a sprint, the floorboards beneath your feet begin to crack and groan, and if you were unluckier, you'd probably put your foot through the floor. But not today. Brenda, what would you like to do? There's a giggle right by you. Uh, Brenda is going to, uh, assuming we were all standing next to each other, whenever we entered the room, Brenda is going to put her left arm out, like towards where June was, and try to just keep an arm on there, and is going to lash out towards where that giggle is. I'm just going to punch blind in the dark. Hell yeah. Give me a fighting brawl roll. Punch that little girl in the face. Fuck yeah, that is a 28 out of 45. I'm going to punch this little giggling doll. Why don't you give me a damage roll? Let's see, that is... Uh, Three damage total. Three damage, okay. There is an impact and you hear a cry out. Andy, you take three damage. The lights turn back on. And the giggler was you. Roll San. 
Andy. Oh, just Andy. Oh, oh okay. Oh, uh, I'm good. Success. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be one because you just realized that your actions were not your own and you somehow made your way up here. What the? F- your nose is bloodied. Oh, oh shit, Andy. Fucking Christ. Ah. Andy, how did you even get what up here? What the fuck are you doing up here? I, did you? I have a limp. How the hell did I even get up here? You don't remember. Oh, God. Can I try and first aid the broken nose? <laughs> yeah, of course. Or can we see, or is it still dark? Uh, your flashlights have flashlights turned back on. Nice. I'm going to try and first aid his broken nose. Yeah, I do good work. I break it and I'll patch it back up. That's a success. One. Andy, seriously, are you messing with us, though? Because no, no this is... Look, you, you can strip search me whatever. I don't have anything. And I don't know how I got up here. It's not fucking funny, man. Hey, I'm, I'm using stop to... playing, right? I'm, I'll, I'll put my hands up. I'm going to walk back down to my apartment. Okay? So you can physically see me leave. You look out the nearest window and see Milton just running down the street farther. <laughs> He's running. He's gone. Yeah, I wish I could the, run like that. But the music stopped. The music stopped. All you're hearing is uh, rap music, probably from the fourth level. Yeah, I'm gonna like look yeah. around for the record player. I, I'm not gonna so easily leave. spooked either, so I'm yeah. I'm looking around. Okay, there is no record player. Uh, so you can all roll sand. Probably Andy playing on his phone. You check my phone. Pass. Oh, three. Oh, three. Pass. All right, you all pass. That's going to be zero. I'm going to look very carefully for clues as to well, some weird explanation, even if it's okay. ghosts or demons. Or... I'm going to text Milton and tell him to come back. It was just Andy's going with us. Yeah, and Andy's going to leave. Like, he's quite embarrassed. Uh, he has no idea how he got up here. Mm-hmm. So he's just gonna leave and you know, kind of sullen, still, still sore from the from the punch. So this horrible just... realization dawns upon you that you might have been possessed. Uh, he's gonna he's going to limp his way back even faster uh, to the his apartment. Sure. Yeah. Well, if if I'm still there with June, I'm going to discuss it with her. How did oh. she get up here past us? I don't. Before us. Like, do you think? Do you think, Rooster? Do you think it's Andy just messing with us? No. I, like, I, I, I mean, yes. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. But how? Unless she I has like an, an old building, right? Maybe like. Where is the other set of stairs? Where is the other, where's the elevator? Well, our lights went out for a minute before then, so maybe he was just sneaking up behind us. I don't know, he's not the prank kind of guy, but... Milton text June. That wasn't... How do I know this isn't the ghost texting? (laughs) That, That definitely wasn't Andy's giggle. No. Um, is the doll still there? 
the doll's still there. And when you mention fire escape, June, one of the windows is open that leads to the fire escape. Fire escape. Well, I'm going to look to see if there's escape. evidence that she could have come up the fire escape, like dirt and dust that's been moved or. Yeah, there's footprints. Maybe she climbed through the, doll, the window. Like, if I pick up the doll, does it make the little <clears throat> giggly noise? You know, it was like a string I could pull or something. Yes, but no. So it makes the noise, but it's horribly twisted and warped because of time and mm. fire. Throw that thing out the window, man. It's creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> but this is probably that's the the lack of result. I don't what what has gotten into Andy. This is not like him. Is there anything in here? Like anything still intact? Furniture. So besides the charred furniture, I'd like a spot hidden roll. Oh, three. Okay. There is a perfectly pristine diamond stud earring. And you find this behind the doll. A big diamond? Nah. Just a little. There's an earring. Just one. And it's clean. Yes. Maybe Modern. Andy dropped it. Does his wife wear earrings? I don't know. Brenda, <gasps> I've wanted to ask you this for a long time. <laughs> and I just hand you the ring. Hand you the, the earring. She kind of points to her gauged ears. She's like, well, it won't fit, but uh, thanks. Thanks, sweetie. Yeah, that's really something. I don't know. Maybe Maddie comes up here. Would that be her style? Really weird. There's nobody I'm up here. Earring? How? I don't know. How, how did she pipe the music up here? Phone. It, it had to have been phone. On her phone? Let's go. Let's go talk to Andy. I on his phone. Uh, I'm creeped out, but I'm not that creeped out. So this was apartment 18 that we were looking into, correct? Did we look into apartment 19 at all? Because that no. one also had was affected by the fire. Let's go take a look. Maybe yeah, there's a hole in the here. wall. I don't really want to come back, so. You know. I mean, I'll break his nose again if he tries that shit, <laughs> but. Uh... Okay. Milton, you get the text message. You head back, or are you heading home for the night? Yeah, I'll, I'll wander back in with my tail between my legs. Okay. Hey, don't worry about it, Milton. I mean, this is a really crappy thing for Andy to do in the first place. So, right. it was Andy, I, I think I got out of there before I. But it yeah, was dude was just standing there laughing at us, probably playing music from his phone. What? I don't that, know. That doesn't even sound like him. No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. But okay, so you're back up here, and you're going to check out room apartment nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's more or less the same. The air is thick and musty. There's just a lot of uh, fire damage from. You can see that evidently from the charred walls mm -hmm. and more burned furniture. Why haven't they cleaned this out? That's really weird. It's, 
almost been a hundred years. That is very weird. Well, and they built the door up in front instead of just cleaning up what's here. Like you could rent, you could make money renting this space yeah. out. Why waste it? It's and so in the middle of Boston too? Yeah, nah. That's, I'm at least glad I seem to be proven wrong on the mold thing, but that doesn't help explain anything up here. It certainly makes for a creepy setting for creepy yeah. things. I mean, maybe there are ghosts, but the ghosts have a weird way of showing it. Let's go talk to Andy. See what's I don't up. know. So far, that little girl Naomi's been creepier than up here. But That's true. Yeah. Okay. As you head downstairs, the one of the the jocks. Now you know him from. Apparently, he lives in apartment sixteen because he's heading up the stairs the same time as uh, you're going down. So you hear him. You can see his football jersey from the over the railing, and he's heading up. He hasn't seen you yet. And he's a jock? Yeah. Well, we can just hang up here for a minute because he shouldn't yeah. be coming all the way up here. Yeah, why would he come up? Oh, no, he's he's heading up to the fourth floor since you said you were going down to Andy's. Uh, okay, so we're on the fourth floor. Mm -hmm. And he's coming up. Well, let's just ignore him and just walk past him. All right. Yeah, he he gives you a sup. And then he's then turn that shit down. And then he's yelling at the door with the from apartment sixteen where the loud rap music is playing. He unlocks the door and heads in. Okay. Now you are alone. We'll keep Do going. we know what what apartment Mary lives in? I think it was mentioned. Yes, Mary lives in apartment ten. Okay. You make your way down to the second floor and you're now in front of Andy's apartment. All right. So we'll knock and open the door and go in. Yeah, don't, don't ring the doorbell. The girl is probably asleep by now. Um, <clears throat> when you get closer to Andy's door, you could hear him like praying, but he stopped and goes over to the door and opens it. He, he feels, uh, you seem, you know, uh, a bit, uh, uh how do you say a little um upset not yeah. that not that brenda punched him he's just more upset that he has no idea and, and you can says, even confirm this with the psychology role did somebody hit andy looks like he's bleeding <laughs> uh i mean brenda uh did that but i don't i'm not mad at you brenda i, I forgive you um, Andy, what were you doing just before? I I was doing some research on more of the of the hag. If there's more significance, and you know, uh, go over and look out the window and see if there's a fire escape that leads up to the other fire uh, all the way up. There is. The window's cracked. Cracked open. So Andy, and you you climbed out the window and went up there. And freaked us all out. Um, a rooster, and he just walks around with the limp. Why would I want to do that? You ever tried I, to get physical huh? therapy for your your limp? 
I did, but I mean, as I ex- expressed to June before, it was the kids were, let's say, very rough um, back at high school when I was walking home. So well, it was to, they, the doctors did what he could. It's just something I have to live with. I mean, do you think you were sleepwalking? You know, maybe you fell asleep reading about the night hag. I, it sounds far-fetched to me, honestly, but are you the type of person that sleepwalks? No. Uh, and also for me to fall asleep that fast and automatically, that, fast. Yeah. that, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but by like our psychology roles, it seems like Andy is genuine genuinely upset. doesn't. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I just. Does this look familiar? And I show her the, the diamond earring. I've never seen that rooster. Uh, I don't think it belongs to my fiance either. But if I, I'm sorry, but um, if you can please leave, I need to uh, collect myself. I was yes. in the middle of a prayer. Shall we all meet tomorrow at uh, for breakfast? We, we could meet for breakfast, or, or we could meet at that uh, the one shop where she bought the butterfly. I'm, could we like push it to like the afternoon? I've got plans. No, right. Brunch. Um, and we don't all have to go. I, 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 you guys can go without me. I agree to help my fiance with something, but I'm more inclined of getting my family out of this apartment. I still need to talk to her. Yeah. Uh, so that's something I have to uh, figure out tomorrow. All right. Kind of did say we'd help you with that as well. <laughs> Andy. Yeah, that would, as long as Brenda can keep her fist to herself, I would not mind. As long as you don't giggle like that again, man, that's still, I'm going to have nightmares about that. I don't even, do you? Never heard a priest giggle. I don't like it. I don't, I don't know what on earth you have uh, heard up there, but I'm being completely honest here. I have no memory of going up there. And even if it's through the fire escape, why would, even if I wanted to, I would not use the fire escape to even do that because I, I it'll think, be, it'll be uh, risky to my, to, to my right. limb. We, makes no we, sense. We, we may actually be dealing with something supernatural here. Let's find out, let's do research, find out everything we can. And then we yeah, will meet at the, the um, occult shop, the silver uh. cauldron. All right. So that's that's what I'm going to do is when I get home, I'm going to sit on the computer and uh, hauntings. Uh, hey, I, I don't want to impose on you, Rooster, but could you could you give me a drive home again? Of course I can. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, if you want to, because after my prayers, I'm going to do a little bit more research. I might have some books to help you, Rooster. Um, so you see Andy just going through his boxes of, of books and I can imagine he has quite an extensive collection of uh, of demons, spirits, and whatnot. <laughs> Demonology. Uh, yes. Okay. And, yeah, and um, and with that he also has uh, like holy water 
and uh, he will say like i've dealt with some demons before let's just say that and i do i do fear if it's something of what i have to experience i really fear for my soul so all right what about june and brenda Mm -hmm. Honestly, I probably would just go home and, and try to take my mind off of it. So read it, read a book or watch something on TV. I think Brenda's going to, she's just going to go back home and probably just stay on the couch with the TV going for a while and do some research on, like look up Frank Ryder online, see if there was ever any news articles about him and uh, see if there's any other info I can find on the building's tenants. Got it. Okay. Well, why don't we get started with June? You're heading home, and you probably took your car into Boston. Mm-hmm. You went and you live in an apartment building, right? Yeah. So you walk through the lobby, the lights are dimmed, it's a hot, humid night. But thankfully, the inside of the apartment building is cool. It's got the air conditioning. You walk down the hallway to your specific room number. And as you walk up, you're starting to hear yowling, just cats, just going crazy. And there's this pawing at the door from the other side. Not my apartment? Your apartment. Because you have three cats. Okay. Yeah, I'll open the door and, and just... Your why, cats, why? they all scatter out and they are all like nuzzling at your legs and they are oh, just completely silent and they're looking into your dark apartment. Oh, but what's wrong? Why are you acting like they this? They look tense. They look very tense. And they're just staring into the darkness. Yeah, I'll, I'll like reach and like turn on the light. The uh, they don't right turn on. The door. <laughs> I'll get out my flashlight, I guess. And like... Okay. You get off your flashlight. There's a pale face that it illuminates in the darkness. It is. It's your mom. Mom, what are you doing here? Dude, don't just sit there in the dark. What are you doing? Come here. I made cookies. Mom, you're... Why are you sitting in the dark? Did the power go out? How would you have even made cookies? You know, you shouldn't have cheated on him. You shouldn't have divorced him. Look, Mom? She starts power walking towards you. I really don't want to have this conversation right now. She starts power walking towards you. Just like... And okay, as she's okay. walking towards you, face illuminated by your smartphone flashlight, it starts to warp and twist, grow, older, more wrinkles, hooked nose, and the mouth unhinges. And this thing, it's going to pounce on you. Yeah, I'm like scrambling backward <laughs> now. I'm like trying to run. Give me a dodge roll. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, 
seven and yeah that'll do it all right let's see uh all right do you want to make that a an extreme oh boy <laughs> i know i don't okay i actually don't all right so yes this mother thing pounces on you onto your back pinning you to the ground this brown carpet that reminds you of the three sisters and when you look around trying to move your head you can't you're paralyzed and you're getting the air crushed out of you and you roll your eyes around trying to find where you are and you're back at that damn department the three sisters familiar wallpaper and you are just choking you can't breathe Roll sanity. Oh, uh, it's a pass. All right. Uh, take D3. Okay. That'd be a full three. All right. And lose seven magic points. And you wake up in a cold sweat in bed. It's 3 a.m. But I'm in my bed. Yeah, you're in your bed. And that's when you hear the voice. What voice? There is a voice whispering in the darkness. And it says, Do you know why a child finds a comfort in being rocked to sleep? And it's this croning, seductive voice. And you find yourself unable to move once more. Do you say anything? Who are you? What do you want from me? In his heart of hearts, in his oldest memories and deepest dreams, he remembers his first meeting with us. And once again, you wake up. It is 3 a.m. Roll sanity. That's a pass. We're still passing. <laughs> Just one. Are you going to do anything? Um, yes, I'm packing a bag and going to the hotel for the night. All right. Wonderful. We're going to move on to... Rooster and Milton. The streets are lonely. The only source of lights are the yellow LED street lights shining down. I and offer uh, I offer Milton if he's really freaked out, he can stay at my place tonight. Honestly, I, I, I think I would like that. Okay. We'll order pizza. I know it's late, but pizza. Okay. Unlocking your front door. What's your apartment look like? Um, I mean, it's contemporary. It's uh, usually pretty neat. There's probably some magazines scattered around, though. Right. Excellent. So Milton's going to crash on your couch then. Yeah. Okay. You order pizza. Pizza delivery boy comes and goes. What are, you, are you talking about anything in particular? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I said I was going to do a little research, but, you know, Milton, 
in my experience, I, I don't have that much experience with it, but if this is something supernatural, I'm not sure that it can do anything more than scare you, which means Who's it really can't do much at all. Who's to say it can just scare us? I don't know. You'd, you'd find that there would be lots and lots of crimes and murders in the world that couldn't possibly be explained except by ghosts, I suppose. But there's guess, a lot of people that get scared by things that they see. I don't know. I wasn't really scared up there, but uh, I guess you're right. More curious than anything else. And of I course, you think that we might be the exception, you know? Well, it still might just be tricks. It, it might not be Andy? really Yeah, that really doesn't seem likely, but it's the only explanation. Maybe Andy's got a dark side that we just don't remember. I mean, we haven't been together all this time. We just got back together as friends. I guess, like, Occam's razor here, it's got to be Andy, right? It's just Andy was the one in the room. You, you, even, you even thought it was Andy before, before he did that. You, 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 um, you said something along the lines of it, it's Andy uh, would do this because we were all here together and it would be, uh, it would be funny, something yeah. to bring us together. It would be yeah. funny, but I don't know. Something about it just doesn't ring true to me. Yeah, it's it's weird, but I think that if we approach it without being frightened by it, that that kind of takes away a lot of its power. I mean, even if it's some old witchy crone from a hundred years ago, I mean, you say the old, don't be frightened, as if we could choose. Uh, I can't choose. Well, I'm maybe scared. not. I, I don't know. It makes me angry. I think that when something tries to frighten you, it wants you to be afraid. And that kind of makes me angry, like it's manipulating me in some way. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just easily manipulated, but I don't I don't get to be angry instead. It's it just it only goes one way. No. Anyway, I, 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 I'm I'm bringing a little bit too much energy into this. I. I'm, thank you for letting me stay here. My yeah. nerves are really bad. Um, I, I really appreciate it. All right. Well, have some pizza. Good. Hit the hay. Uh, we'll get up in the morning. I'll fix breakfast. Sounds good. Excellent. So, Rooster, you're heading into bed. You dream of a blinding white image which softens around you revealing a new snowfall it's frigid cold you're at a lake here's the cracking of ice it's that dream again you hear your brother drowning yeah trying to get to him but the ice and the snow 
make it impossible for me to cover enough ground fast enough. I That's shouldn't fine. have I shouldn't have talked him into going out onto the ice. So I'm in extreme distress. I'm screaming for anybody to come and help, but it's too late. And when your voice you hear your own voice, it's that of a child's. Yeah. You're young. And so he drowns. Milton. You wake up and it's nighttime. It's dark. Rooster has gone to bed. There's the smell of tobacco smoke. Uh, Rooster, I, I, are, you, are you a smoker? What time is it? It's three. And there's a silhouette further in the room. A man is looking out a window, smoking a pipe. Rooster, you smoke pipes? No, I, I don't smoke. I'm, I'm Frank. Nice to meet you. And it is the splitting image of Frank Ryder. What, what, what the hell is this? Well, you've seen her, you know. Who? Her. Who's Mater, her? Mater Tenebrero. Should have left her alone. But you saw her. You followed her. And now she's seen you too. You're in grave danger, my friend. I'm afraid you might be joining me soon. And he puffs in his pipe. I don't, I don't know what to make of this, but are, are you saying that, are you saying that I've done something wrong? What, what, what? It's up for you to decide. I just have one request. I hear her calling for me again. Just uh, keep keep Kurt safe. All right. I will do that. Okay. And you wake up, staring directly into the eyes of a hag on your chest. Roll sand as it begins to crush your ribs, taking your air, that life force out of you. Five under 49. Okay, so that's pass? Yes. All right, so that's gonna be D3. And you're gonna lose two points of magic, uh, magic points. So two on the D3. Right, and this stare down, it's it's endless. And you get this horrifying thought that she likes how you taste. And you wake up. Uh, 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 Milton is, if he has the breath to do so, hyperventilating, but um, his eyes look watery, but not uh, crying. He's just sort of, when he gets scared, he's just like a deer in the headlights. 
and you lay there for some time, heart pounding. And we'll head up over to Brenda. You get home. You're going to turn on the TV and look up some information. Yeah. And uh, I recall that you were looking up information about Frank. Yeah. Uh, turn on the TV, order some Chinese takeout, and uh, looking up stuff on Frank Ryder. And the photographer mentioned his name, just like checking up on folks in that place. All right. Sounds good. Uh, quick Google search shows a news article. Man Dies in Traffic Mishap by Mark Bard, date June 16th, 2009. Frank L. Ryder, 74 years old, died in a traffic accident yesterday after stumbling off a curb and into the path of a van driven by Susan Simon. The elderly Ryder, who walked with the aid of a, of a cane, was described by witnesses as suddenly plunging off the sidewalk directly into the path of the van. Frank Ryder, a resident of the Three Sisters apartment building at 182 Beacon Street, was a semi-retired writer who had enjoyed some success writing detective and science fiction novels in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. It is not known if he had any next of kin, and authorities are requesting help locating any relatives of the man. Police have ruled the death an accident, and no charges are pending against the driver. You also find some information about a... Richard Ahern, uh, he was—he's really good. He was really good friends with Frank Ryder. He was a fellow writer himself, and he did write *The Paramental Factor*. He has a website, and his phone number is available there. You look up information about Robert Dorder. He is an amateur photographer. Uh, he takes photos for people who request them. He does weddings, parties. And he, he also has his own website. Would you like to look up anything else? Mm, nah, by this point, just browsing the internet, watching TV, waiting for sleep to come. All right. And eventually it takes you. Andy, I'm assuming you're heading to bed. Well, he's gonna, he was gonna do research, but he's more scared of his own soul. So he's actually gonna take the time to pray with the rosary. Um, and after that, uh, he'll just go to the mirror, just just wiping his face, still sore from the punch. All right. And just looking at himself in the mirror. You splash uh, the cool water on your face. Mm -hmm. you, look, you look at yourself deep within. And she's behind you. Roll sanity. She's yeah. there. Matted, graying hair. Oh, uh, past. Wrinkled brow. How much How much is that? Just, Just one. one. Okay. You turn around, she's obviously not there. Mm. Maybe your mind's playing tricks on you. Maybe you're losing it. Yeah. Like, uh, after, Aunt, after he turned around, see, it will... Uh, she's not there um she he's going to recite a prayer um, let's see here 
from Samuel 20, 22, 3, 4, like my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior, you save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. And he says it in a bold manner, uh, almost, you know, towards the, the hag. And after okay. that, yeah, he's going as you're, go to As you're that. in the bathroom, right, reciting oh, okay. that, mm-hmm. there's uh, the door opens and it's your fiance. Uh, oh. What's going on, honey? Oh, uh, Laura. Oh, I'm just reciting a, a prayer. Um, you know, what I do to, to calm my nerves. Uh, I was just thinking that um, because my, my friends and I did some research about this building, I've been thinking of that. Uh, I know you ordered a desk uh, for for tomorrow. Right, um, and then we were gonna drop the kids off at the their grandparents. Yes, yes, uh, yes. That is the plan. I'm just more leaning towards to. Uh, it was my mistake to rent this apartment. It was done in a in a haste because we have to uplift. I I had to. You uplift know, we us. can't we can't afford anywhere else. And there's fear in her eyes. I understand, um, but we'll figure this out. I, I promise. I promise, Laura. If anything, we'll still get the desk. We'll put it up here. Um, okay. But we, but something to think about. We won't move right away. But if anything, I feel more comfortable at least for our kids. Um, there has been. Uh, Brenda was talking about the black mold po- a possibility upstairs oh, it's terrible yes and it, how again, are we gonna it was, live we we both still need to find jobs yes i i know i'm thinking that my my family would i think my family would help us uh at our old red north end that's quite far from here but um i know i'm i'm confident that, our, that my family will help us out uh, oh. i i promise uh, and we'll we'll get jobs just for now, yes, we'll stay in this apartment. But I'm thinking for our kids' safety, uh, we should try to look somewhere else, hopefully within our budget range. Um, there was just a first thing that popped up in the search. Uh, I should have checked his apartment first before we decided to move in. If anything, it is my fault. I am sorry, Laura. I, I, I don't... So you're saying there's a there's a mold issue and that's why we need to go? Uh, uh, yes, and um, I'll I'll talk it, to the super about this tomorrow. Yes, and or in the morning. Sorry. Yes, and um, I admit some of the tenants here are are a bit odd. I, we came across this photographer. I, I feared that he might be a pervert. I don't want him to go near us nor our kids. It's, uh, that's, uh, I should have looked into who was even living in this apartment. Don't beat yourself up. You wouldn't have known that. Come to bed. Okay. Come to bed. And that is your night. And we find ourselves on the morning of Wednesday, June 17th. Who is helping move furniture at 9 a.m.? 
think Andy texts the group. Brenda still feels bad about last night, so she'll go over to help. Yeah. And after uh, Milton and I have breakfast, we'll go over. I think I have brunch at 11, so I'll go over for a little while at least. Just to hang out? Sure. Yeah. To supervise. So you're all going to help? How'd you sleep, Milton? I actually... I'm still trying to kind of process it right now, and it's, but no, I, I didn't sleep well. I, I, I had one of one of these nightmares. Oh, I I didn't. I I had a nightmare, but it was basically about when my brother died. I, I don't know. It, it, even if it's about your brother, where we've all been consistently. I mean, I guess it's. I guess people have nightmares if they're stressed out, but... And we're freaked out. <sighs> so what happened in your dream? Well, I uh, I promised Frank I would... Uh, I would keep that... Uh, that um, winter guy alive. Or keep him safe. Frank. Yeah. Frank Ryder. Ghost of Frank showed up? Yep. <sighs> and I, I, somebody else had that happen in a dream that they've, maybe I got the idea of it from hearing it from them, and uh, that's put it into my head, so. But, you know, I I do care about that. I, I, I do think that... Uh, I do think there is some danger here. It could be super I'm supernatural or it could be mold. I mean, uh, whatever we figure it out. Um, that kid, uh, that kid lost a really close friend. And um, I think we should make sure he's okay pretty regularly for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I feel kind of sorry for him. Anyway, should we head over? Yeah, let's go head over. We need help. Okay. So you you all meet back up at the Three Sisters. It's a little overcast. There's clouds in the sky. They're all gray. No sign of rain yet, but it's... it's there's certainly... In the air. It's... Andy meets you at the front door. His fiance Laura is there. Looks like they're waiting. Delivery man shows up. They lift this heavy box, this cardboard box, and just put it on this, the the stairs and leave. I guess it's extra for them to carry it up. Um. Uh, yes, this is this is my my uh, desk that I plan on using for writing. Yes. Uh, Thank you all for coming over. He, you Laura see, says. yeah, and Andy smiles kind of weakly towards the others, like, uh, "Thanks for for coming to help uh, me and my fiance. I really appreciate it." Sure. What coffee? are friends for? Yeah. Um, let, let's get. Let's. 
uh, let's get started. Um, I don't want, <clears throat> you know, he, he, you, you can tell like he's kind of like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. still, still rattled from last night. I know it's kind of cheap, but I brought leftover pizza that, for snacks that. while we're eating. Breakfast we're champions. It's basically a hardened plastic at this point, but. Uh, we can warm it up a little bit in the microwave or something to make it. But that that's great. It's like old times again. <laughs> so, Did you started. all sleep okay, uh, by the way? Yeah, slept like a rock. Yeah, I'm fine. For the most part. Horribly. I left my apartment in the middle of the night. I couldn't stay there anymore. I don't really? Know. It's the second time I have woken up and there is somebody in my apartment. And like, I know it's got to be a bad dream because I wake up, but we should be getting into these dreams. I think I, I don't want to be some nut job here and buy into all of the supernatural all at once, but we should at least, I think, consider the possibility that there's, there's some significance. There's some significance to this. Well, I found that uh, the paramentalist or whatever, Richard Ahern guy, I got his phone number from a website last night. You want to call him, see maybe if he specializes in dream stuff too? I mean, a lot of that's kind of out of my scope, but uh, yeah. I'm sure every every occultist is going to be also interested in their dreams. Sure. Like, yeah, d- don't take it with a grain of salt so much as those big cubes you give cows. But I mean, if you really want to look at it, we can have him take a peek. I uh, I just had a standard nightmare about when my brother died, you know, nothing. No still, old hags jumping on me or anything like that. That's so um, awful to dream about. Milton, Milton dreamed about the, the dead guy, Frank. Yeah, I uh, smelled uh, tobacco smoke and assumed that I had woken up in the middle of the night and and um, Rooster was just uh, uh, smoking, but next to me. But it, it turns out it was it was Frank, and and Frank had asked me to um, to protect the uh, Winters, Kurt, Kurt Winters. That um, that, that happened guy. to me two two nights ago. I woke up to the smell of tobacco in my room, and your guy was there. Yeah, and he said he was Frank, and I just. And then last night I dreamed about the hag and then I dreamed I was here in this apartment building, which now feels like hell. June never told me about the tobacco and yet I dreamed of it. Never, I I dreamed of it all the same. Who has an explanation for this? Well, I had never seen tobacco. I, I hope that he like shows up in our apartment again because I'd like to tell him not to smoke in my apartment. Well, maybe when we were cleaning out his apartment, it's I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the the photos on the walls, but did you see a pipe maybe on his desk and I don't remember. filled in the blanks there? No, I didn't see a pipe. I'm I'm starting to Does Kurt what? have the pipe? I don't know. We can ask I, him I'm gonna no, but uh, I don't I don't know. It's a lot to take in. Um. There's just so many references in the cult literature to three sisters. 
Um, I mean, it's like in every mythology. Mm -hmm. Three is a magic number, as the old song used to go. Um, and with demons, they use that as a mockery. I, I wish that we had more info. I mean, which which ones do we? Uh, if we had if we had some more clues, was there anything written in uh, in Frank's journal? Yeah, there was a there was a lot written in his journal. Um, he was plagued by nightmares about a hag, and some of them were weirdly sexual. Um, but yeah, it he he was he was having bad dreams for a while as well. Well, and he says, "Our Lady, Our Ladies of Sorrow, or Our Lady of Sorrows." It was a book, right? That's a There's Catholic book. reference, isn't it? Uh, three tears. Uh, yeah, three is a very significant uh, number. There's, there's three. Um, there's, there's a, a legend about three witches, isn't there? Uh, uh, the three mothers, uh, Suspiria. Remember that movie? Remember yeah. the movie? There's Suspiria, uh, Lacrimarum, and Tenebrosum, or Teneb. Tene Brarum Tenebrarum. Yeah. Uh, Can we not talk darkness. about the occult at the apartment? <laughs> yeah, who's moving up the Yeah, because box? It, yeah, um I I would more than happy to talk about this, but um yeah. the desk. Brenda's gonna Brenda's gonna be helping move the desk up and just give one wise ass remark, be like, yeah, it could be goes to Christmas past, present, and future. Jesus, you're gonna help me? Right, it's not going to fit up the stairs. It's too bulky. Oh, jeez. Uh, is there? We can I fit in the elevator? Yeah, it's an elevator. There's an elevator. Okay, so that's we'll just push it in the elevator. And I'm uh, assuming uh, Rooster and Milton and June they're going to meet up at the second floor in order to just help out up there. Yeah, we're helping. We're helping. There's only a limited amount of space in this elevator, so Brenda and Andy are heading into the elevator. It's an old rickety thing. You press the button, door closes. You notice that there is the panel to with the buttons. Floor five is just covered over. Mm. Press I number know. two. Yep, you hit two. The elevator clicks. Doors slide shut. And it starts to move up. And then it lurches to a stop. The lights go out. It's pitch black. Okay, take don't out our phones. <laughs> I, I'm not giggling. I'm just gonna take out Andy. Our phones. Andy's yeah, no, fumbling for Brenda, his phone. Brenda's gonna grab yeah. her phone. Yeah. Yeah. Turn the lights on. You see each other. Hi, Brenda. Hi. Everyone who's on the second so, floor. Uh, they should that, be up here by now. Is it that still here? Yeah, the desk is still there. It's in the box. Rooster, uh, Andy, what is going on? Yeah, uh, we're gonna I'll text. The, I'll hit the button, see if it does anything. Wait, we're not in there, are we, Milton? No, you're on the second floor, waiting for the elevator door to open. Let's just carry this shit so down down the stairs. It's taking so long. The elevator just rocks one more time. 
even though you two didn't move. Oh, uh, Jesus. Uh, okay, well, the basement's below us. Uh, I'm gonna... Do you want to call the fire department? Huh? Oh, the fire department. Uh, do you want to call okay. the fire department? Do you got your super? It rocks uh, second time. The t- Todd Beach, can you get... Is there like a stop button and then like a speaker? Or how old is this elevator? It's pretty old. This building was built in the 1890s. Okay, uh, I guess I'll alert uh, Todd Beach. Like, help? I'm stuck in the huh. apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Please, it rocked oh, geez, a bit. This usually doesn't happen. There, there, there is me and another person, my friend Brenda, and a desk. Uh, please uh, get to us immediately. The rocks a third time. That cardboard box with the desk. <laughs> yeah. It's not a cardboard box anymore. It's a coffin. Uh, what the sh- the hey, are you seeing Shit. this, Brenda? Uh, I wish I wasn't. I, okay, I'm not. I'm not going okay, crazy. Well. Yeah, I try to alert Todd Beach. I hurry up, get get, get us out of the <laughs> damn elevator. Are you are you screaming and yelling? Yeah, he's just uh, like stirred, raising his voice. He doesn't. Uh, really... you're, you're hearing yelling in this elevator. Yeah, those he's of you on the second floor proper. Milton, can you do anything? Uh, do I know uh, with? Do I know if I have if there's any like emergency access that would be, um, that would exist? uh, You could pry open the door just as um, pull the door open as a janitor. You would know that. Uh, I'd like a strength roll then. If any, if anyone's helping, you can get a bonus die. Yeah, I'll help. As you try to pry this elevator door, I got a fourteen, which is a hard. I'm not good at helping. So as, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, isn't there a secret way to open up the door on an elevator? I mean, they do it all the time when the rescue people come. I don't know. Anyway, we pried it open, sorry. Okay, so as you're prying the door open inside the elevator itself, you can see the coffin lid slowly start to shake. And it slowly starts to uh, open up. (laughs) All right, and you're holding it down. Give me a strength roll. Yeah, Brenda's going to try and clamp it down. Can I help? How do I assist? Hell yeah. You can can just claim that you're assisting, and Brenda can get a bonus die. Assisting you, Brenda. And I'm praying out loud when this happens. All right. Your voice is is echoing. All right, with a two, you hold this coffin lid down. 34 under 35. No, it's just a heart. All right. And as you hold on for dear life, the elevator doors open up, flooding in blessed light. And you are to be, you are revealed just desperately holding down this, this desk cardboard box. Scary. (laughs) Are you okay down there? (laughs) Uh, Oh, father, like, oh yeah, we're, wait, this, Brenda, look, it's not, that anymore. Todd, Todd comes out. Don't worry about it. Crowd. Let's just get out of here. Uh, everything okay there, folks? The lights go back on and the elevator just... I, I, think the, I think the elevator needs to be under maintenance and no one should use this elevator. Oh, geez. I'll, uh, I'll get a sign up and I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. Sorry so much. It, it's, it's fine. If you can help us get this cardboard box out, that would be great. 
Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, so pushing <laughs> the card. Uh, yeah, heavy card. I'll, I'll let Miss Starrett know. She needs stuff. A little more funding for this. Yes, that would be nice. Um. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to work stepping into the elevator, looking at the panel and all that while you get the desk into your own apartment. Ooh. So, Thanks. Uh, so okay, so that happened, happened right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What happened? Uh, can we oh. speak about this somewhere else? Yeah. Where Laura, no Laura is setting it up, and and the kids are playing around the room. They're jumping up and down on the sofa. Oh, oh uh, I gotta go anyway. Um, I'll so meet you guys up later. They could see that in the in the elevator, but we couldn't right. see it, right? That's correct. Yeah, we just heard them yelling, so we yelled them. And a lot yeah. of prayer. June, where are you going? Uh, I have a, a brunch. I'm getting brunch with someone. Oh. Well, good luck with that. Well, we'll just meet at the Silver Cauldron. That is agreed upon after in the afternoon. I need well, yeah. I, well, I need to drop we'll just go when we're kids. done here. Yeah. Well, I need still need to drop off my kids at North End to see their grandma and grandpa. They're not okay. seeing yet. Well, just Brenda and uh, and Rooster and I can go. Yeah, it's not even a strong lead. So, yeah, just just tell me uh, how it goes, and um, if and actually, while well, he's that he's gonna text what happened to uh, Rooster, uh, June, and Milton of what happened in the elevator. So at least it can't be vocalized. It should be in text. Okay. All right, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Let's do Andy first. As he gets into his old car and starts driving towards North End to pick up, uh, to drop off his kids. You're with Laura. Mm-hmm. She is sitting in the sh- in shotgun and the kids are in their car seats. They're just yabbering away about how they met their new friend, Naomi. Oh, uh, Naomi. Um, uh, what did you do with, uh, what? what's Naomi like? Oh, um, she's a really good artist. She draws good pictures. Oh, I, I see. Um, have you drawn any pictures with her or she just showed you how she drew? Uh, oh, she pictures. showed us how she drew, and one of your children, they, they look a little guilty. You can see that, that look on their face where they have done something that they shouldn't have. Okay. Uh, Angela, Carmila, what have you done? I know that look. Give me an intimidation <laughs> or a persuade. Persuade. Uh, which one's which one is better? Persuade. Actually, persuade is much. Roll dad, yeah. Yeah, if you have the dad skill, I'd allow that. <laughs> um, I'm gonna spend five points of luck to make that a regular success. Okay. So they look guilty and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they say, well, 
we we went into the basement to meet uh, Naomi's friend William. Oh, well, um, you two should not be allowed in the basement. Um, and also, uh, you don't know what's in there, and also there's people there use as laundry and whatnot. Uh, but no, uh, please, Angela, Carmilla, do not go to the basement again. And as for no, Naomi's new friend, um, I think it's best for now to not speak of that anymore. Why can't still, we see Naomi? You can speak with Naomi. You can play with Naomi. That's fine. But don't ever go down to the basement to see her friend. Understood? Uh, Laura's backing you up. Like, yes, don't do that. And then they ask, when, when, when can we meet Naomi again? Again, as I said, you can meet with Naomi again. Just don't go down to the basement and see her friend. Basement are off limits, especially in this apartment. Are, are, am I clear? Y yes, Dad. Okay. Let, let's go see your grandma and grandpa. That they'll be they'll be happy to see you along with my. I wonder if my brother Giovanni is still there or Marco, or my sister, Anna. Right. So mm -hmm. your whole family's there, and they, you exchange formalities, and they're all happy to see you. And, and uh, they, you, um, what is it, and Andy totally switches to Italian to, to speak to his family. Um, and then, of course, in Italian, he will introduce uh, them to Laura and mm -hmm. the twins, Angela right. and Carmilla. They are overjoyed and, yeah. and uh you you feel normal for once like ever yeah. since getting back this is this is good this is a a solid anchor in your life mm -hmm. and now we're gonna head over to brenda rooster and milton as they drive uh, you probably take the train over so hopping on the green line you all go on and sneer prudential so have you all seen the movie Suspiria oh it's an old Argento film not ringing any bells he um he talks about three witches and I think he got it from like a French legend or maybe a Latin legend of some sort. Uh, tears, darkness, and something else, uh, sighs. And we we keep we keep coming across darkness, and it's I mean this is all weird occult stuff, but we can ask the occult people when we're there if they know anything about it. Okay. I mean, you would know more about that than I would. Um, well, it's just because I've seen the movie a hundred times. Yeah, I, I typically watch just, I just watch more action stuff. I do my horror reading, but. Uh, 
Do you want to see if that, um, uh, what's his name? The Akron guy may know more about it? Maybe, yeah. I'm just, I'm just thinking, the, the dream I had last night was very sorrowful. I mean, it's about when my brother died. He uh, drowned in a lake. Um, he fell through the ice. And if I was going to equate an emotion with it, it would be tears. And then we keep seeing darkness. I don't know. I, I maybe I'm maybe I'm just I'm getting too much into this occult stuff. It's not my field. It's but it's weird. It's weird shit. You guys keep seeing the old crone. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know. There wasn't any mold up there and you know, it's easy to write off a like one person hallucinating, you know, maybe Andy trying to do something funny that wasn't out of character. But I mean, you saw his text. We both saw that that desk turned into a coffin in the middle of that elevator and it was opening up. And he freaked out just as much as I did. I I do think there may be something going on here and I feel very much out of my depth. Like, could so, there be a gas leak or something going on in the building? I don't know. We're Say we're all hallucinating oof. in that building. Yeah. And it all starts with us, well, some of us seeing the old lady on the street talking to uh, Frank before he died. Right. Um, there, yeah. If we want to tie everything to the building, we, we run into the problem of that this all started before uh, us encountering the building. So do you think it's know. like one of those bad luck things? You see it, it sees you kind of thing? It still might just be psychology that we kind of got together after a while that we haven't seen each other. And then we thought about, oh, we're mystery club solving things. And then one little thing happened after another and it's worded its way into our brains. Well, of course, I'm not completely sold on it being some mystical event, but with all that we've experienced, it just, it's reaching a tipping point where eventually I'm going to have to believe that all of this is truly something beyond our scope of understanding. I've got a dress in my apartment that wasn't there before. Exactly. It's physical. The train car screeches and it make, as it makes a turn. Now arriving at Copley. Arriving at what? Copley. I think this is our stop. This is where we get off. All right. All right, let's go buy some weird shit. <sighs> As you're stepping off this train, the lights flicker. The doors close behind you. As the lights flicker, Brenda's going to reflexively start grabbing for her phone and just think, God, I got to buy a little flashlight keychain or something. None of the lights work in this city. 
Are they flickering off or are they just flickering slightly? Just a. If this were a David Lynch movie, that would mean something bad's about to happen. Uh, As the train pulls away from the station, you can give me a spot hidden roll. Hot four. Hard. hard. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so everyone sees the crone grabbing onto a bar in the train staring at you, unblinking, and the train pulls away. (laughs) I'm going to yell out. I'm going to yell out as I see that. Elizabeth Salmon. Okay. So roll sand first. Okay, I passed. All right, so it's zero. Pass, yeah. Brenda flips her off the whole way as soon as she sees. And uh, knowing that uh, uh, Rooster's tactic, I'll also say the name. Didn't I hear a name in the dream that started with like an L? No, Tenebra. 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 Yeah, you can yell that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll yell that out. You startle a crowd of people who instinctively just go around you. We're becoming freaks. That's Boston. We're full of them. And you make your way out of the subway station. Yeah. The Silver Cauldron is built in one of the brownstone buildings. It's a little gaudy. There's imagery of the Salem Witch Trials. There's some of the moths on display. Uh, There is a younger guy at the counter. Blonde hair, messy. He's got a cowlick. And he's wearing a t-shirt with skulls on it. How old does he look? Mid-30s. Oh, okay. So he's an adult. Um, so, yeah, man, so we go on. Let's just look around for a bit. Yeah. You find exactly uh, what you were looking for. The mobs, which are in their own corner. There's also charms. Uh, necklaces that ward from evil spirits. Upside down crosses. Right. I'm, Everything I, you would expect in a occult shop. I is catered towards selling trinkets to people. Who's here and who's isn't? I, I'm here. Uh, so Milton, Brenda, and, and uh, Rooster, you're all okay. in this little shop. You know, I think Andy will tell you that most of these things are actually Christian symbols that have just been appropriated. I will buy like a variety of protective charms, like just like four or five of them. That's a good one, man. You're going to yeah. get some for your friends? Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, what, what, what would you tell me about these? Uh, anything special about them? Oh, yeah, that man, that, that keeps your karma in line, man. Yeah. That symbol, it represents the purity of the earth. All We're right. currently being haunted by a witch. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh fuck, man. Yeah, that's dude. no good. You got any books or anything on it? Like, uh, yeah. I can't sleep, man. Uh, I think I got some incense candles. Like those really help. Yeah. Okay. I'll get some yeah. of those then. 
So my girlfriend, she was like haunted by some spirits and like I bought these incense sticks and they, they work. Okay. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Uh books. Yeah, we, we got some books. Do you have anything on the three mothers? Make a luck roll. 88. No. Uh actually I would like Milton to make the luck roll. That's a group luck roll. So okay. still have a chance. Because I believe Milton has the lowest. Yes, by far, and I failed. <laughs> you would obscure. imagine that way they would probably have more specific books at the bookstores around the uh, city. Maybe the library. Yeah, maybe the library. But if you're looking for like really specialized stuff, you might have to go to actual book dealers. Right. Or order something online. That's right. I, I just want to buy one of these mods as well. Yeah, you know what? What's the uh, what's the um, significance of the moth? Is oh. just because they're cool death heads moths? Well, I mean, they got a freaking skull in them, man. Of course, they're cool. And they were in the movie Hannibal. I mean, uh, yeah, that that's a good selling point. Uh, but yeah, they they mean death. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their name is Acherontia Styx, which is the river of. The river one has to cross to get into hell or into the afterlife. And and as he's scanning it to check it out, he's reading the back. Oh, it looks like it represents uh, femininity and uh, you know the sexual qualities of uh, of the female and, and birth. Skulls. Wait a minute. Wasn't the moth found in the the Frank's apartment? Frank's and uh, and Kurt's. What if this is like, uh, what if this is bad? What if this is cursed or something? I don't know. Kurt just not very man. feminine to me. Maybe they're, maybe they're bringing the hags. I hey, don't know. listen, man, with all the charms you got, you're safe. I, call me, call me an idiot, but. If somebody else isn't isn't carrying this, I'm not buying it. How how much are you spending, dude? <laughs> I've got like four hundred dollars in my wallet. So, oh Jesus, don't tell uh, that. Yeah. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> so this stuff will cost you around fifty bucks. Okay. I you want a bag with that man? Yeah, yeah. I need, I need a bag. Um, he gets you uh, a bag. And it's like a pink plastic bag with skulls on it. Sorry, it's the only one we got. That's fine. Yeah. No, this is a cool shop, man. That's uh, our friend Maddie told us about it. Oh, Maddie? Yeah. Uh, Goth chick. Yeah, red hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, her. She comes, she comes around. Hmm. Is she a regular? Like, that's, uh, I think she really likes those mods, is why uh, my buddy here was wanting to come in and check them out. Oh, yeah, she did come in and uh, buy two. So must have really liked them. Hmm. I think I'll get some of this incense here. Radical. All right. So this you buy the incense. Smell. Sandalwood. It is sandalwood. That's right. And that's going to cost you 15 bucks. 
Oh my God, no. Right. <laughs> Might as well just burn the money. No, I'll, I'll, Jesus Christ, how many sticks are there? 30. Okay. And I'll get this little incense holder that looks like, I don't know, a dragon. Yeah. Good choice, man. I think Brenda will buy a shirt with some skulls on it. Or if they got any horror movie shirts, then she might grab something. Name's um, name's Manny, by the way. Nice to meet you all. Girlfriend, huh? Yeah. So do you finish Thanks, up shopping? Oh, no problem. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. I'm going to look online. When I guess back. this may be a bit retrospective. Could I do a psychology role to see if he recognized Maddie or reacted to talking about any more than just a random customer? Of course. Cool. And that's a fail. No idea. He seemed to recognize her as a reoccurring customer. Well, I've wasted a lot of money on this shop of garbage. I mean, we don't know that it's garbage. If there are ghosts and goblins out there, then maybe the things they react to that people have come up with over the years yeah maybe it'll be like that uh that dude in the mummy you know that he like he holds up all the different religion charms and then like one of them works so i think that he kind of got a really funny yeah you got a grab bag in there man like you'll be all right gives him a little shoulder bump i don't know that guy kind of, that kind of guy kind of seemed like he knew he was ripping me off he was a happy Oh. He's just raking in the cash, selling trinkets that he probably gets for 15 cents. Well, um, anybody text June? See if she, or she's done with her brunch. Andy? Uh, we'll actually hop over to that brunch. So you are having brunch right across from the Prudential Center mm -hmm. at uh, Vic's. Vic's Waffle House. Okay. And uh, you meet Natalie there. She's done mm. up her hair and she's smiles and waves at you. Yeah, uh, I I probably look like garbage. Like I haven't slept in a couple of nights, um, but you know, enthusiastic at least. Uh, yeah, I'll just make make a small talk, I guess. Uh, okay. So what's going on in your life? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, a, a friend of mine's back in town recently. I hadn't seen him in a really long time. So it's just been nice to get the old gang back together, I guess. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, you know, we, we used to be real big into kind of solving mysteries. and, and I think that's so cool. I yeah. watched a lot of Scooby-Doo growing up. Yeah, I think we're about as inept as that. <laughs> we do gang no way you seem really smart oh I you're better than the scooby-doo gang well tell me tell me about yourself you're from boston yeah so i've i've moved here about 
five years ago and I've made my living here supporting my my lifestyle of going out uh, as a as a barista and as as she's talking you finish your brunch and she uh do you want to go for a walk i mean boston calm yeah is beautiful. yeah let's yeah let's let's go for a walk around and park. i think the weather will hold up and yeah i, I would say she's very friendly and yeah, yeah. she talks about how she doesn't really have a lot of family uh except her brother you mentioned that he was having a hard time i hope that's okay i'm not trying to pry oh no no I hope I, that's okay I, i'm pretty open like just ask now my brother he, his name's kurt and recently his friend died and he, he's been in bad shape but we we don't really get along that well but i still care about him like he's yeah. not gonna fit in that one studio apartment that i have so he's, yeah, he's taking I, care of himself <laughs> It's hard going through a loss is is difficult yeah I, do you think I can, he's doing okay i mean i i talked to him for a couple minutes and he seems like he is hanging in there mm. yeah sounds like uh, he's real I, I don't know what i can do for him besides like yeah uh, to a therapist all you can do is just listen you know sometimes you can just listen encourage people to seek help from people who can provide it oh yeah yeah the sky breaks open and it starts to pour oh shit okay let's yeah. <laughs> i guess this isn't gonna work out yeah um hey uh i'd like to do this again sometime maybe we want to go to like what the milky way I yeah that's a good that'd spot be great yeah that'd, yeah that'd be a good time thanks all right thanks later she runs off hand over mm -hmm. her head and you all meet back up, right? Yeah. Where would you like to meet back up? It's pouring. Uh, any anywhere other than the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> well, about that, not that coffee house we saw that happen. Maybe another coffee place, or I don't know. Dunkin' Donuts over on. Uh, yeah, there we go. Oh yeah, I haven't had donuts in a while. Okay, so you meet at Dunks. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> So look, we got all kinds of trinkets from the devil worshiping place. Uh, may I look at that? Actually, gonna do you anything? Yeah, sure. Uh, is it possible for me to roll cult to see if you're actually legit? No need to roll. There. Okay. Yeah. Sure. He's gonna look at them as that. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, this is trash. Yeah, I uh, figured as much. Um. um but did you find anything else about this place? Like how it wasn't it wasn't whatever. specialized enough. The guy was a, a hippie banana. Hmm. He was just so, selling no, us nothing stuff. Good. Didn't didn't find out anything interesting. No, not really. I mean, they're just selling. So they got some incense, but oh, that's always nice. Some aromatherapy. Yeah, I don't yeah, go in for much of that stuff. It's kind of just a way to sell sell expensive 
incense. Considering we have so few leads, we might want to check in with Mary at some point. Yeah, I'd say that's not a bad idea. Uh, Brenda, weren't you going to contact that guy? Did you do that? Oh, yeah, uh, that... Was it her... Was it Kern? Uh, pulls up history on her phone. Uh, Richard A. Kern. Yeah, we've oh, got yeah. his phone number right here. That's Milton read through his book and... He mentioned a lot of stuff about the hag. If y'all want to give him a call or set up a meeting, we can try and do that. I'm not much it of a talker, like... more of a puncher, but... Uh... Maybe he'll know something then... about the... Yeah. Frank talked to him. In his journal, he mentioned talking to him and saying the guy wasn't much help, but, you know, so maybe he can shed a little more light on what Frank had to say. It doesn't hurt. I mean, yeah. the worst thing what's, he could say is what's... no... What's really weird so far is that Milton's dream had Frank telling him a name, which was, uh, now I want to say Tenenbrown, but that's that's a Jewish last name. Um, Tenenbrown, which is one of the three mothers. Hmm. So that's that's a that's at least yeah. a direction to go in. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about it on the way um, over here. If you need a different bookstore, there's uh, Nagel's Books over at the Prudential Center Mall. Um, they had some stuff, that that's, uh, but the owner's kind of a dick. He ripped me off before. Uh, so maybe just uh, Milton, don't online. tell him. Yeah, don't tell him how much you have in your wallet, Milton, but maybe a place to go. I don't know. All right. Kind of hey, maybe we split up into... Do we want to split up into groups to go to see Mary and then the bookstore? Okay, well, Mary's at the Three Sisters apartment and the bookstore is at Prudential. So, yeah. Is this I'm the going to the bookstore. Do? I don't want to bother, bother the old woman. I don't want to, but you guys can. And then do we want to call the guy? Yeah, I'd like to set up a meeting where we can talk to him. Maybe I should call him because I've read the book. That, yeah, that sure. would make, yeah. That would make sense. Idea. Okay. Um, well, if you uh, if you give me the number, I'll just call him right now. I guess. Yeah. I mean, you could also mention Frank. Like, Frank talked to him, so yeah. You know, oh right. Say we're friends of Frank or something. Yeah. Okay. So you, you know, I suppose. Up. Oh, go ahead. No, after you. I was just gonna say, you know, if if we really want some expert opinions on this occult stuff, we could take a day drive over to. Uh, Arkham and the university there. It's a big university. It's got a large occult section. Yes. That is true. Um, well, that's as uh, you know, after we'll do that maybe later. Or Yeah. Do you know anyone there, Rooster? Not really, but I'm sure that there are lots and lots of professors. And, I'm curious. And what, what is I'm... it? Humanities? Oh, sorry, What's I might that? also try. Uh, I was just thinking about this. Big time books and more. I I kind of know the guy who owns the place. He's a bit of a hippie. Might be able to point us in a direction. Yeah. I'm I'm curious. Would Andy know any context there? He is. He does have specialty in the cult. Like uh, I don't know. Look oh, success. Yeah, you have uh, 
you have a friend who works at the Miskatonic University itself. Mm. Uh, yeah, his name is Freddy. Freddy Krueger? Yeah. No. <laughs> no Mr. Freddy, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Freddy Armitage, you know, nothing to worry about. Oh, okay. Okay, Freddy. Great grandson of yeah, Freddy, Freddy Marsh. Oh, yeah. Nope. Oh, I, yeah. And he's going to pipe up that I do know someone who works at Miskatonic University. I can give him a call. It, is, well. it is pouring today, so. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give him a call. But in the meantime, I, I don't mind talking with Mary. Uh, if anything, we can get one thing in common. We are both religious folk. She's just, she sounds to be more radical. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll talk to her. Now, Milton, you were going to call Mr. Ahern, Richard Ahern? Yeah. Okay, the phone rings. And a man picks up the phone. It's a husky voice. Uh, hello? Uh, hello, is this, um, is this Mr. Uh, I forgot his last name. But... Ahern. Ahern. Ahern, Ahern. Is this Mr. Ahern? Yes, this is Richard Ahern, uh, writer. Yeah. Um, who, is, who is this, might I ask? So I'm kind of a, uh, you can think of me as sort of a distant friend of uh, the late Frank Ryder. Oh, jeez, late. You don't know? Shit. Um, yeah, uh, what, what can I do for you? Yeah, so, um... This yeah, is a good friend of mine. Sorry to hear what happened. Uh, actually, actually, it's quite a tragedy. I, I don't know if you... I just talked to him a couple days ago. Yeah, so... Actually, to, to be frank with you, he actually... He, he got hit by a car. Holy shit. Yeah. So, it's, it's, it's quite yeah. the situation. At least the ghost didn't get him. Um... Uh, come again? No, he, he he was talking to me about ghosts. It's really uh, weird. Um, he asked about the, the old hag legend. Uh, you know, the one that gives you sleep paralysis as it crushes your yeah. uh, your air, your lungs. Something like that. Yeah, I actually, I, I read that in your, uh, in your book. I, I'm, oh, so you're uh, a fan. Yes, uh, I... I am a new fan. I found uh, we we were um, I, I I found the book, so I I read it and I found it very interesting. And um, this call is sort of a follow up on that. Though I also wanted to know if I wanted to know if you had anything to say about Frank. Um, I don't know what precisely I'm looking for, but I am interested in his uh, in his interest in this hag figure. Oh, okay, yeah. He mentioned the hag to me, right? And then he he told me about he asked if I've ever heard of the sorrows, uh, and I, I did my I did some research afterward, and apparently there are these three ancient goddesses that are or, or they're spirits, but they're they're always sinister. They're always personifications of uh, human grief but like that's that's pretty out there 
pretty out there. When you yeah, say it, it's pretty good for a book, pretty good for a book. So, so in, in so you would say that these figures are uh, fictional. Uh, I mean, they're all around us. I mean, now that you can see how the dots connect, there's the fates, there's the three Medusas, uh, the Gorgons, actually. So we saw an old crone-like figure mm-hmm. um, near Frank when he died. Okay. And so, you can hear clicking and typing away in the background. And he's muttering like, there's the Furies, the Gorgons, the Norns. So when you say something like, he was interested in these hags and then we see a hag next to him when he dies. It's, it's hard. I'm using a we that you're not familiar with. No, no, I'm inclined to believe you. I write stuff about this. Uh, Hey, but if it's real, if it really killed the old man, like uh, whatever, whether if it's a ghost or a witch or a, or a paramental, like, I don't think this is worth dying over. I think you should just get out of there. Just get out of there. Are you saying that we can get out? It's not with us? I, I have no idea. Just maybe just drop everything and run. Like run where? I, I think it's it's I think it's in my dreams. Huh. I I don't know. Like keep in contact. I'll I'll, I'll try to look up more about this, but I don't want you to end up like writer, huh? Yeah. If you can find any sort of countermeasure, let me know. Yeah. Um, and, and in your name? Sorry. My name's I'm Milton. Riled up. Milton, uh, Milton Kleeman. Uh, I know. Pleasure to meet you, and I hope we would have met under better circumstances. Yeah, I. Uh, I like that too. Right. Hey. Look, I'm. I, I can come into Boston uh, next week. Oh, really? So you said you were friends of Frank, Frank's, and you saw him get hit by a car, and that that's terrible. But like, that means you're in Boston, right? If you want to meet up, we can sort this all up. A quick question: Do you know a Kurt Winters? No. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, well, we we can meet in Boston. Just give me a call. Okay. Sounds good. He hangs up. I relay the contents of the call to. Interesting. Yeah, I really want to talk to him because he seems to know more about it than the average book. Might might be the best lead we have. Okay, so some of us are going to go over to the bookstore and some of us are going to go to Mary. All right. But before we head over and do all that, I think this is a good point to stop. Okay. <clears throat> the plot thickens. Our players included Holly Puto, Chase Kapner, uh, Lex Hurley, Jonelle Hipple, and myself with Alex Sun as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. 
If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good game.